0: Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Wicked Good Show. I am Dylan, I am here with my boy, my, my pal, Brian. Say what's up, Brian.
1: Hey, Dylan, how is it going?
0: It's going. It's going. It's going.
1: Absolutely, we're here to, well, let, let them know what we're going to talk
0: about. We are talking about uh, Charlie's Angels today. Yeah, finally
1: no. getting to cover the movie we've been waiting for.
0: No, that's not what we're covering sure sure is not we are talking Ford versus ferrari today as well as some other stuff we saw this last weekend mm-hmm. and we have constantly put off recording this episode <laughs> not because we didn't want to do it but because uh i don't know um We've been unlucky I, this week i kept forgetting brian got sick the day that we finally were able to get a mm-hmm. time together so that's just how it goes but we're back we're here uh what's up man how's it been since the last time we talked things have been good
1: um i'm I'm kind of happy that this is the episode that we've had to delay just because it's like, I feel like the people who are interested probably aren't getting a ton of people covering this movie. And I do think it's a good movie. And I really wanted to make sure that we talked about it because I think it's going to be up there when we're talking about Oscar stuff.
0: Agreed. Um, And we will be discussing Ford V Ferrari Mm -hmm. uh, shortly. Uh, I also I uh, mentioned earlier, though, uh, John Berenthal on an interview, another podcast confirmed that it is, in fact, Ford versus Ferrari, not Ford v. Ferrari. Right. Like, like, Batman, like Batman versus Superman was, in fact, Batman v. Superman. Mm. So this, uh, is, uh, this is good. Good clarification. Yes. Um, no. Since the last time we've talked, I ha- I've had a life changing experience.
1: Oh, what was your life changing experience?
0: Which was that I finally dove into Watchmen. Thank God. And- oh man uh, oh but
1: i wore you down by saying hey you should really watch Watchmen every two seconds
0: you did and i finally put it on out of spite because <laughs> I, I had already seen the first episode but I, I, it had basically been four weeks mm. since i had watched so i re-watched it again mm-hmm. and i actually really enjoyed it more the second time i had watched it and then it just pulled me in it's this the the, the show is so good and this mm-hmm. past week this past week was one of the best hours of tv i've ever watched yeah man it was it was emotional it was intense
1: it had an amazing cliffhanger just god i i think so obviously when Watchmen came out um there was a lot of controversy at least on youtube with people being mad about uh stuff the way it was being adapted saying it was a uh, wokeman was a uh, was a big mm-hmm. one i saw which um you know i think That was so dumb, and I think a lot of the people who were saying that maybe just didn't understand the story as presented in the comic book. And I'm glad that the narrative has kind of shifted and people are giving it a chance. And I think, much like The Leftovers, while it may not be one of the highest rated shows in terms of viewership, I do think this is an extremely quality television
0: show worth people's time. Oh, I 100% agree. I, I think the budget is clearly there mm-hmm. for a lot of the things they're doing. Uh, no spoilers, but they, they put a major event in one of the previous episodes oh, that you yeah. didn't see in the, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so I, 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 I'm I loving it. Tim Blake Nelson, oh, very, so very under, underappreciated, underrated actor mm-hmm. in Hollywood these days. He's very good. Uh, the, the show is just phenomenal. It was perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. Everybody that plays their role just plays it so fucking well. Yeah, Regina but King. Th- Oh my god Gina so King good. is Lights out um, I don't I don't have the exact actress's name In front of me that plays I um, still expect her to uh, I'm, I'm forgetting I'm drawing a blank on her name right now Right But she She is She's equally as, as As fantastic I actually If I had to pick I actually think that she Fuck it I gotta I gotta look it up I gotta look it up Cause that's like, it's I seller. got you. How you I got you uh, Maybe I don't Who gets it first Who gets it first who gets it first? I'm already loading the page. Jean Smart. Jean Smart. You got it first. Uh, she's very good. I think if anybody's going to be nominated for like an Emmy or Golden Globe or anything, I think it's going to be her. Mm. Although, re- uh, this isn't the Watchmen show, but she's kind of recently fallen out in terms of main character. But as we just talked about before we got on the show, it, the show is kind of going in the direction very similar to Lost, of course, Damon Lindelof, where each episode is now kind of turning into a specific episode for the character it's focusing on. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than, uh, other than Adrian Veidt, who just always sneaks in, <laughs> in like the final two thirds of the episodes. And it's always just like incredible TV. Mm-hmm. Cause Jeremy, I- Jeremy Irons as Izymandias is fucking awesome. It's so
1: good. He's, I won't say hamming it up in a bad way, but he's chewing scenery for sure. It's so he's- great.
0: He like dove into that character and he's only on, he's only on, at max, like the, other than I think the second episode or the third episode, mm. he's only on the screen really for an accumulated like 15, 20 minutes right. per episode. If that probably even less, but I could sometimes I just completely forget it's Jeremy Irons. And, and in fact, that's Adrian Veidt. Cause mm. he, he's, he does a very, he's a great job as well. It's it, the acting is just phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, back to your point with the whole wokeman thing. I mean, at first, I think the uh, the problem was because yeah, it was tackling current issues. Mm -hmm. And and if anybody's going to try and pretend like uh, white nationalism and fucking Nazis and all that isn't a real issue in this country right Mm -hmm. now, then you're just you're delusional. Mm -hmm. And because I'm reading a lot of the comments, how they don't people are like, I don't come to a show for like social commentary. And then, but at the same time, I'm like, well. This show is kind of doing it the right way. They're making the bad guys the bad guys. Mm-hmm. So if you're offended by the Nazis and the white nationalists being the bad guys, mm-hmm. then you're probably a a Nazi or a white nationalist. <laughs> well, that's so, my
1: favorite thing. Is like I don't come to the Watchmen for social commentary. It's like I just not know what Watchmen is. I don't understand.
0: So I don't. I I agree. It's it, it's getting shit on. It's getting shit on. I think some people rightfully have a gripe at the show in terms because it's just super fucking confusing. But at the same time, you should really just, you know, hang around, mm-hmm. stick around for the show, which uh, which I did, and I'm incredibly thankful for. And I think a lot of people aren't going to enjoy it the same way that they did with the leftovers because it's just so out there mm-hmm. and just so ridiculous. But it it has paid off so much. I I love it. It, I uh, honestly, right now, I have it. Right now, I have a behind Barry for the best show on TV, right. and it might even, it might even like, it, we'll see. I hope they stick the landing. Mm. If they stick the landing, that's going to be huge. Yeah, but I, uh, we'll see.
1: I mean, obviously, people were worried for HBO with uh, Game of Thrones going, but uh, no, they're still pumping out quality TV.
0: Little, little did we know that <laughs> Game of Thrones would be their most hated show that has come out this year. Whew.
1: That's uh a sobering statement, but uh, not
0: an accurate one. Not an inaccurate but, one at all. Like we talked about off the pod, we, I mean, I really regret now not doing an episode-by-episode episode watch of this, mm. but I think for the season finale, similar to what we did for Game of Thrones, we're going to get some more on, and we're going to do a little uh, three-way watchman talk.
1: Yeah, and hopefully it'll be a lot more positive. If it continues on this way, then I think I we're mean, in for it
0: show. is. It's a very, very rare occasion that a show quite literally gets better episode by episode. Mm-hmm. And this show has literally gotten better episode by episode. It's insane. It's yeah. been insane to watch. Like I said last week, it's like, I don't, I really don't think it's an over-exaggeration. It was one of the best hours of TV I've watched. Mm. They were like, honestly, I should believe that I've seen it three times now. And each time I'm just like, this is so fucking good. Tim Blake Nelson. It's an episode basically centered around him. Tim Blake Nelson is so goddamn good. He is.
1: And I would have watched any show um, Helmed by Damon Lindelof uh, After The Leftovers, obviously I've made it a point that that's Maybe my favorite show of all time So the fact that it is Watchmen A property that I already enjoyed quite a bit Like, it makes it even better
0: Agreed And hey, there's
1: still space to tell unique stories With superheroes So that's exciting too
0: one interesting thing I did hear this week that's kind of like both made me nervous and at the same time um, made me kind of confident that maybe they would stick the landing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lindelof kind of said that this this season is just one story. Right. Like it. I don't know if you saw that, but he's basically saying that this this season is going to be the story is going to wrap up in this season, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I guess they are moving at a pretty rapid pace at this point. Right. Yeah. Like they there's no like long drawn out conspiracy that's going to run the whole show. At least not that we think. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of I like, obviously I would assume, uh, it's six, uh, successful enough to get another season, which I would be shocked if it wasn't mm-hmm. who knows with all those, the bullshit backlash, but I was kind of disappointed with that because I, although I don't mind anthology TV shows, it's not, it's not something I would prefer, mm-hmm. but I guess a good story is a good story. So, I mean, that's. I guess we'll see. I mean, yeah. we have to see yeah, the, how yeah, the season ends first, but it's a little, just a little food for thought.
1: Yeah, just, and uh, it's crazy that it's this good being a sequel, you know?
0: Like,
1: yeah. It's absolutely insane. And the way that they've handled certain more fantastical elements has, I think, been, like, slow burn enough to where when we get these more fantastical elements, they're not as jarring as they might be. Um, either in a movie or in a, like if it had been in the first episode and certain things were presented, I don't want to spoil it, but I think you know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agreed. And, and it, there, there there are a lot of callbacks to to the old Watchmen because this is a direct sequel to the comic book, mm-hmm. not the movie. Although the movie was pretty much pretty close to the comic book. Either way. You do get a lot of older characters, which is really nice. Obviously, Ozymandias Diaz is one of the main characters in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it, and I'm, I'm now reading the comic for the first time too, and I'm really, I'm really enjoying the comic as well. The comic is very, very good. Awesome. So, yeah, that
1: this is our ten minutes of imploring you to join us and watch Watchmen, uh, so that you have, you know, reason to listen to us talk about it when we cover
0: it when it ends. Yep. Um, all right, on to some other news. Uh, yesterday we had a little bit of an international incident where the sequel to The Joker was announced, and then uh, uh, about an hour or two later it came out that this, in fact, is not true. There is no plans at the at the moment mm-hmm. for a sequel to The Joker, which, thank fucking God. But, uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on a potential sequel to Joker?
1: Um, they shouldn't do it. i mean the only answer it's a it's a really great story i enjoyed it you enjoyed it we both really liked joaquin phoenix in the role but uh i feel like i don't need more of
0: it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean oh well i I mean what's what's the more story you tell that now he faces off against batman right like we're we're gonna we're gonna see his, his like his years and years sent into madness, like mm. uh, that's just uh, we we've seen it on the screen before. I'm not against I'm not against Joker and Batman meeting again, but uh, I just uh, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, they, they made a billion dollars. I told you on the podcast they wouldn't even come close. I was clearly wrong. You were right because I think you, I think you had asked me if they were going to get close to the billion. I said no fucking way. Mm. They did, which is really really impressive and really good for 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 DC. But at the same time, don't be dumb. Like, yeah. don't do a Siegel to it. I, I'm, I'm even like, I'm still iffy on, on. Now they want Todd Phillips to do another origin story for a Batman villain, which mm-hmm. is just like, why? Like most of the time, the origin stories are told in the Batman movie. Joker's really yeah. the only one that we don't like really know his origin. Just, yeah, uh, I
1: mean, Joker's the only one who people probably would have cared enough about to give a shit enough to see an origin and then joaquin phoenix bringing the uh, amazing performance really pushed that over the edge i can't think of another are we gonna get a killer croc origin story no one cares you know hey,
0: calendar man origin story though <laughs>
1: i would just rather the uh the story in the movie like you said like batman is as good as his villains um and, yeah, the Joker's the best villain, and that's the reason why people, you know, enjoy watching the Joker so much. But, uh, you know, most of those other villains aren't as compelling without Batman's influence on the story.
0: I almost kind of wonder, too, if this was the type of thing that DC was like, you know, what, let's just throw this out there and kind of maybe see what the reaction's going to be. Yeah. And then I feel like it was probably overwhelmingly poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some people that were probably like, oh, I wish you wouldn't, but, like, whatever, mm-hmm. as long as Todd Phillips and, and, and Phoenix came back. But I do think that it was pretty much, like, overwhelmingly negative, yeah. which, I, I which for me, overwhelmingly negative. I just saw it and I laughed. And I was just like, oh, fucking course. I, yeah,
1: when I saw it, I was like, I'm not that surprised just because it made so much money, but I wish this weren't happening. And then a few hours later, they're like, no, it's not happening. And I was like, oh, wow, that I, I am surprised and I'm glad. So, you know, I also think, like, it was funny to watch people who hated the Joker being upset about a sequel for one reason and people who loved the Joker being upset about a sequel for another reason, but still everyone being upset about a sequel.
0: That's what I mean. There's just like as as a movie viewer. There's just really there's no there's no advantage there's mm-hmm. no reason we want it. But at the same time, as a the studio, they're gonna release it and it'll still probably make six hundred seven hundred million dollars because we're like, we're still gonna go see it because I just had a curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know I I really really truly hope they don't do it because at this point at this point you're getting to you now have to do it with Batman because yeah. what are you gonna have one or two Batman movies and without the Joker even mentioned which I just I find really hard to believe and I do I as we we're we're about to talk about uh, the the Batman movie in a, in a few seconds mm. about how well that's coming together I really I just I don't need just let the Joker be it's gonna be nominated for a bunch of fucking Oscars it's probably, I think that Phoenix is as right now i think he should win for the joker i think he beats out leo Mm. i think he beats out two of the people we're going to be talking about later in the show and anybody else that's going to be mentioned i think william defoe is going to be up there for Mm. for lighthouse i have not seen that yet but that's what i hear yeah so it's an
1: insane year for performances honestly
0: it really is uh, it, it, yeah it really is I don't uh, th- I see people being like Robert Downey Jr. should be nominated I mean I don't I don't really know about that I think we're, the thing about Robert Downey Jr. he's just so good at being Tony Stark mm-hmm. that like it kind of blends into where is it really a good performance or is just Robbie Downer Jr. just perfected being Tony Stark you know like he, mm-hmm. he is Tony Stark you know what I mean yeah it, it, like if that makes any sense at all but, yeah
1: it'd be more like a when they gave Return of the King all the Oscars um yeah. which is more like this is for all of the Lord of the Rings movies not necessarily yeah, yeah. just yeah. this specific one
0: you know i'm we have another movie coming out next week uh, that we were talking about with knives out that i think potentially could be nominated for an oscar cuz it's apparently that good uh that movie uh, queen and slim also comes out next week which is getting a lot of oscar buzz oh really uh, cool lena Waithe lena Waithe, uh, wrote it mm-hmm. um uh, Daniel Kaluuya is uh, getting some Oscar buzz for that as well mm-hmm. so I mean it is that time of year you know what I mean We're, yeah. we pretty much have a month left for the Oscars to uh, to run their stride mm-hmm. so uh, we'll see but on to other Batman news uh, we got confirmation that Andy Serkis is officially playing Alfred Pennyworth mm-hmm. to which I say hell yeah <laughs> I, I really like this casting we, we've touched on this previously I I I think this is great. It's really out there. It's something we never would have thought of, but it, it it works, and I'm really excited to see it. What do you What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously Michael Caine uh, was probably the perfect Alfred. Mm-hmm. Um, can't get much better than him. I thought Jeremy Irons was good, but super underutilized. Yep, uh, in his two appearances, and yeah, I'm I'm ready for a younger. Alfred, um, maybe more buff. I don't know. He was pretty buff last time we saw him in uh, Black Panther. So uh, what do you think of it?
0: I mean, this is great. Him and Matt Reeves are, are reuniting. Obviously, they did all the Planet of the Apes together. Right. Uh, Andy Serkis is just great. I mean, it's, you, you talk about – under. I would say Andy, Andy Serkis is up there for another underappreciated actor. He, he is really good in everything he does. He obviously does a lot of CGI work, so I feel like he, he kind of gets lost in a lot of that. But his action performances that we've seen him in, are he's good. Like, even when he was uh, Smeagol yeah. in the opening scene of, of – Return of the King. He was right. very good at being like creepy <laughs> and weird. He was very good at being like this eccentric lunatic in Black Panther. Yes, he was so, so good in Black Panther. Let's not forget, I forget, have you seen uh, um, uh, what was that movie, with Seth Rogen and Charlie's Throne this year?
1: Well, uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it. But.
0: Anyway, he plays like a Roger Ailes. <laughs> Like spoof, and it was, I didn't even know it was him until the end. It was just ridiculous. Mm. But I can really see him as a younger Alfred. I, I'm really digging this. Mm. I, 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 it's just because it's such. It's like I never would have thought Andy Serkis, Batman. I mean Andy Serkis, uh, Alfred. Mm. Same way I probably never would have thought Robert Pattinson, Batman.
1: Yeah, it's I just, mean this is not afraid to take risks in this movie, but I think they're certainly calculated risks.
0: It really is. It's it, and also. This movie comes out in a year and a half. At least it's slated to. Mm -hmm. So they're going to kind of get moving. (laughs) I think it's
1: starting to shoot um, January
0: is what I heard. I believe you're right, which also goes back to our speculation. Uh, Winter. It's going to be winter. It's Mm going to be cold. It's going to be around that time. So I'm curious of the storyline they're going with. Yeah. But fuck yeah, dude. This this is our weekly The Batman (laughs) talk, and I am all for it. Now we just need to wait to see. Colin Farrell gets cast as the Penguin Which is another very very interesting To make
1: I mean so far this cast looks amazing
0: Yeah I I just give a quick rundown For for this week We have Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne the Batman Obviously Zoe Kravitz as Linda Kyle Catwoman We now have Andy Serkis as Alfred Paul Dano as the Riddler And Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon Mm. So Butter me up baby Hell yeah (laughs)
1: Oh, man. Any more movie news before we get into the main draw for this episode?
0: That's pretty much it. That's All pretty right. much it. Watchmen, uh, we, we had a couple, we had a few, shout out Brian Wong, who I know is still listening. We had a few co-op shows this week. I thought you and Ben have been doing an awesome job with Rick and Morty. Oh, well, thank you.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun speaking to Jeffrey, right? He was just on the last episode yep. of Rick and Morty. Uh, obviously, that's a great show. Um, it's a lot of fun to bring ben into the wicked good show family from Agreed. the extended wicked good everything family
0: to sub family <laughs> so make sure you check those out but yes let's uh let's jump into ford versus ferrari so the great carol shelby is gonna build a car to beat ferrari with a
1: ford correct and how long did you tell them you needed two or three hundred years Nine.
0: all right as mentioned we're talking ford versus ferrari 2019 this movie has been out since november 15th mm-hmm. uh, obviously starring christian bale matt damon john barenthal josh lucas Great cast. I feel like there's one more I'm forgetting, but he's he's not oh, far enough up on IMDb for me to get him. <laughs> Directed by James Mangold, his first movie since Logan, I mm. believe. Don't fact-check me on that, but I think that's true. Pretty
1: sure that's right. Yeah.
0: Uh, American car designer Carroll Shelby played by Matt Damon and driver Ken Miles played by Christian Bale bad of corporate interference the laws of physics and their own personal demons to build a revolutionary race car for Ford and challenge Ferrari at the 24 Hours Le Mans in 1966. Mm. Uh, Brian, if you check me out on Letterboxd, I actually gave this four stars out of five. Very nice. This was very, very good. What, what did you think?
1: Yeah, man. Um, I would say like the actual like film meat of the story is super solid um but the race scenes are fucking amazing in this movie i was edge of my seat uh for all the race scenes so if you're if you're into cars if you're into the physics of how cars work and just like uh overcoming the odds underdog type story you're you're gonna like this
0: yeah, I agree. The, the, the race scenes were unbelievable. The car – like the shots they were able to get in the car mm. I thought were really well done. I, it was a type of movie – I don't know if it came out in the IMAX, but it would have been it, a very, very interesting. It did, yeah. It, this in IMAX would be awesome, but we just saw it in like a regular theater and mm. it, was still, it was still great. Yeah, yeah I, I loved it. Christian Bale, very, very good as always. Mm. I actually said in my letterbox review, I don't suspect anybody is <sighs> going to get nominated for an actor. But after letting this, this film – Uh, marinate for about a week i i take that back and i think that there's potentially a chance that matt damon and christian bale could both be nominated Mm. i think that they both very similar to once upon a time in hollywood i think they both would have to be would have to be best actor rather than best supporting actor because like i christian bale is by far the lead but i don't know you can't consider matt damon a supporting actor Mm. but they're both they're both very very good christian bale just doing a ridiculous like Cockney accent, which I don't think this is his full accent. No, which no. is crazy because his full ac- like his full accent is pretty out there. Mm. But it's just Christian Bale. He, I'm convinced Christian Bale could just become anybody he mm. wants to become. Yeah. You know what I mean, and he's he's fantastic in this movie. I don't think he has the chops to go up against. Well, he has the chops. I don't think that this movie is going to have him go up against uh, Phoenix or Leo in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But he he's very good. He's and he, he probably should be nominated. But the cast is great. It's a story I, I knew nothing about, mm-hmm. and I, I the Ford versus Ferrari. I thought this was going to be like a real like rah rah like we're Ford, we're America. This is great, and it's really not. It's mm-hmm. more more a character story based around Ken Miles and Carroll Shelby. Mm-hmm and yeah i really i i loved it it kind of it didn't really catch me by surprise because the two actors and director it had but it was very well done and like you said the shots of the race were just fucking phenomenal it was unbelievable
1: yeah man i think uh so before we get into spoilers i'll give my rating you gave four out of five i'm giving it a seven out of ten go see it it's it's a fun movie and the race scenes are amazing
0: yeah, and, like, and like we, this is probably going to be talked about in a couple months for awards season, so it definitely it doesn't hurt to check it out. Mm. Yeah, is there anything we want to add in before
1: we go into spoilers about it?
0: No, our, 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 our boy John Barenthal also very good yes. in, the, in the limited role he has. Josh, Josh Lucas, who I like in most roles, good at being a dickhead. <laughs> oh, he's such a dickhead in this movie. We can get into my actual thoughts. I guess, like, I don't know for sure how much of this is true and, and not true. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, in terms of, like, what actually happened behind the scenes and what didn't. But uh, it, let's just uh, – uh, also, the title. I didn't really, – I wasn't a big fan of the title. As right. you talked about, apparently, over overseas, the, the actual title of this movie is Le Mans 66, mm-hmm. which I think is far better. But you brought up a good point that a lot of people probably have no idea what that is because I didn't know what Le Mans was until I saw right. the trailer. For this movie. Yeah,
1: it's, I mean – this is not a popular sport in America, really. Um, NASCAR is more popular, and even that's not like a crazy popular sport. So, like I the, the, I don't know if it would have sold with an alternate title like that.
0: I was really confused too how a twenty four hour race would work because I thought it was just one was person
1: the, driving. Yeah, me too. Yeah,
0: I didn't realize that they were in teams, which I guess makes sense. But I was like, when I when we first started watching the movie. They were like, yeah, it's 24 hour ice. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. That sounds terrible. I
1: know. I was, I was thinking like, that is so
0: dangerous and reckless. What the hell? But I did. Uh, yeah, it was interesting to get into the spoilers. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. I, I love this movie. I, I don't want to say I loved it. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Four out of five stars.
1: Yeah. So if you're, you know, checking out right now, thank you so much for checking out this podcast. Make sure you subscribe. We need to get to 100 subscribers to get a custom URL. Give us a rating on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends, anyone who might be interested in movies to check out the podcast. And of course, check us out on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at WickedGoodEverything, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash wicked Good everything. Oh yeah, the main channels wicked Good everything too. YouTube slash wicked everything. Dylan, where can we find you? Shout out Brian Wong. So you can find Dylan at shoutout Brian Wong. So, all right, you ready again
0: spoilers? Again, the spoilers. you can find me on twitter at the bottom of the twitter at the bottom of the episode description. page on, on description let's fucking go i'm ready right to talk spoilers.
1: here we go spoiling now dylan let's get into it
0: yeah so I, as mentioned the, the movie's called ford versus ferrari this is really mm. more Ken miles and carol shelby versus the world because <laughs> the guy the guys for ford were like such idiots mm. dicks like they were so stupid like josh Lucas, so the tough part is this. Is what I mean, I don't know what's revised history and what's not, and all that. Mm-hmm. But the part where uh, I forget which Ford, uh, the guy Henry Ford the second, when he gives Carroll Shelby like full control mm-hmm. over the race program, yeah, and then like a uh, then like a scene later, we find out that Josh Lucas's character mm-hmm. is now also is now the one that's actually in full control of the race of the race. Program I was like that's fucking stupid Yeah but if, and like, I'm trying I'm sure that like that There was like a month or two that went by and that's How it happened mm-hmm. but it was like so frustrating Right and then they, they Realize that Ken Miles is, is the best Racer that, that, is, that They could have for mm-hmm. this race And at the same time they're constantly trying to take remove Them and they're trying to slow them down in the race And it was just it was incredibly frustrating to Watch yeah. and then obviously at the very End of the movie we get the incredibly Fucking stupid thing of having all three four Cards Cross the line at once mm-hmm. and then it ends up being that Ken Miles does not win I, I was fuming my blood was boiling
1: yeah I mean I, I don't know if that's true or not um see if we can look this
0: up I think that part's for sure true that because that's too crazy of a thing to put in the movie that's that's for sure true mm. Which is just, which just shows how ridiculous that is at first. And during the movie, I actually misunderstood, uh, seen it first when when uh, when Enzo Ferrari w- was was tipping his cap to Ken Miles. I thought he was being like, "Yeah, I fucked you, huh?" Yeah. You wanna fuck me? But no, he was like tipping, being like, "You're a great racer." Mm. No, it was pretty much Ford that fucked them, and yeah. Josh Lucas's character, Leo Leo Beebe, that 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 sucked. And it was, it, I guess. It, the thing that kind of held this movie back for me, it was really the final like 10, 15 minutes. Cause you get like such a letdown from this. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of kills everything that Ken Miles had done up to this point mm-hmm. where, where Ferrari was knocked out of the race and he had basically overlapped everybody. And then you think that he won, then you finally get to feel good that he became a team player. And then they revoke his win. And then two scenes later he dies. It was a very like stale ending for me. hmm. Because they're like, oh, yeah, but Ford won the next five Le Mans. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Ford sucks after this movie. I'm not rooting for it anymore.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it does say that there was a lot of confusion um, as to what would happen if they all crossed at the same time. So the movie, it leaves it open to you. But what do you think? Do you think it was implying they really like screwed them over on purpose or?
0: I think I, I well no I think the the logic they were using was that because Ken Miles slowed down on the final lap, mm. his lap was was a lot longer than the guy that ended up winning, and since they crossed at the same time, that was basically like the tiebreaker.
1: Well, I think so- uh, what it was was you know how they all started in a line and they all had to run into their cars. Yeah, the car that finished and ended up winning was further behind at the
0: very beginning. So he went
1: further to finish at the same
0: time. So technically he won. Another like ridiculous way to start a race. It's crazy. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I just don't know. (laughs) Like, I don't know why I've never heard of Le Mans, but like maybe it's because of this because of all this bullshit they do. But Mm. it it was cool. And like I said, it was a story I've never never heard about. It was, I mean, you see the movie, you obviously assume Ford beats Ferrari. Mm. But that was like the thing. This movie really was not about Ford versus Ferrari. This movie was about... Ford trying to bring down Carroll Shelby and Ken Miles after they had hired them to beat Ferrari. That's why I think Le Mans 66 would have made a lot more sense. Or or Shelby, Shelby, Miles versus Ford. Mm. I don't fucking know. Yeah, there's, but, uh,
1: there is a documentary, if you're interested, called 8 Meters about the finish at the 66 Le Mans.
0: So I'll watch it if I want to get upset.
1: <laughs> but yeah, man, and the ending
0: is such a fucking gut punch. After gut that's punch, that's right. It uh, really is. It, like it's. I would not consider this end, the ending of this movie to be a happy ending. Because no. a family loses a, a husband and a father. Uh, Carol Shelby. You know, they, they won five times at the same time. I The friendship between him and Ken Miles seemed to be a lot more important to him. Yeah, he was obviously exactly. he was obviously incredibly beat up that his friend had died testing a car for them. Mm.
1: So I, I uh, was <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ, he died. I, I literally like that's those are my exact thoughts at that scene. And then in my second thought, I was like, why was that in the movie? Oh, okay.
0: It was very like it was a weird scene too because you had a voiceover from Matt Damon and you could tell something bad happened, Mm -hmm. but at the same time it was like it was like it was like an off center like a way shot, and so you just see the car crash and then like focuses on his son, uh like realizing what's going on and it was it was it was a weird way to just kill him off like out of nowhere. You know what I mean, but then again, I guess he just literally died in life out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, it's it's as jarring as I guess a real life death in that circumstance would be.
0: Sure, yeah, but it, uh, in the end, I I don't think that it ruined the. It obviously, it didn't ruin the movie for me. Mm. But yeah, the ending was like you said, a real gut punch. I I, I wish it had ended in a little bit of a higher note because, like I said, I didn't I didn't give a fuck about Ford winning the next five Le Mans because like Ford sucked. Ford was the biggest enemy in this enemy in this entire movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. And hey, they, they haven't won again. If it makes you feel any better.
0: It does make me feel better.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the, the movie itself is good. Uh, the ending is a little weird. I guess that's the best way we can put it.
0: But James Mangold, uh, he's up there, man. He's, really he's talented, very, yeah. Very talented director. What he did with Logan mm. was obviously unbelievable. Did he do... Did he... Let me, on, I'm going to pull up his, his IMDb right here. Okay. What are the, Walk the line. That was the other one he did. I was mm. thinking of. Walk the line. One of my all-time favorite movies.
1: And I remember when he got the nod to direct Logan. I was like, huh? The director of Walk the Line is going to make a superhero movie? Granted, then you saw Logan. You're like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Um, he did do the Wolverine. That's what I was also thinking of. He did do the Wolverine. Yeah, he's had some good movies. Ford vs Ferrari, very good. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's better than Logan because Logan was kind of like a masterpiece. Right. So he's done Ford vs Ferrari, Logan, The Wolverine. It
1: kind of feels like they just let him actually make the movie he wanted with Logan, whereas The Wolverine was not bad, but still was very comic booky.
0: He did Night and Day, which is a it's okay. Uh, he did 310 to Yuma with Kurt Russell and mm. Christian Bale, which is another it's a great Western. Mm. Walk the Lion is really his first like unbelievable movie. And he did, he did this movie called Copland, which has like an outrageous cast. Mm. So Copland is a movie came out in 1997. Uh, the sheriff of a suburban New Jersey community populated by New York city police officers slowly discovers that the town is the front for mob connections and corruption. Mm. And this stars Sylvester Stallone, Harvey Keitel, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Peter Berg, uh, Robert Patrick, My, uh, Michael, Michael Rappaport, that fucking <laughs> new cockeyed fuck, um, <laughs> Noah Emmerich, there's, a, there's like randomly a shitload of people in this movie, Frank Vincent, Rip, um, Copland, I've never seen it, but it's a movie I always see all the time and I didn't realize he directed it because it's just like a ridiculous cast in it. Mm.
1: It's crazy, but yeah, Gar- uh, but anything um, else we want to talk about on this uh, for the spoilers? I mean, There's not much I'm, to spoil. I mean it's, no, it's a that's, historical that's, that's, event, you know.
0: That's the thing. This isn't this isn't a movie that's really gonna drive people to if you're still listening, God bless that you went <laughs> and saw Ford versus vs. Ferrari before coming out on before coming out on digital. Mm. No, it was great. I, I I this it was a really good movie and I think I think film people that l- like movies more than just comic books and, and superhero movies and mm-hmm. actions films. And in that interview with John Barenthal you was saying, you know, this is like a real movie you know it was they did all a lot of the shots were on an actual racetrack mm-hmm. you know I mean, there's obviously a lot of cgi involved too but a lot of the shots were on a racetrack and i was actually watching behind the scenes film the behind the scenes short that hbo did and it was like them like actually crashing the cars and stuff right so it's very it's very like it's sort of old school filmmaking it was very well done it's james like i said james mangle very good the it's a it's a good movie i've I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it now. Cause like it, it had a week to marinate with me and I was kind of mm-hmm. like all, all over the place with it. I knew it was good. I just didn't know how much I liked it, but I did, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot and it's a movie I, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing again, but the, the, the performances for sure carry this mm-hmm. and even like Chris Bale, and Matt Damon, great. John Barenthal in the few scenes he was just in awesome. And Josh was who I do like, you know, he's good at being a dickhead. In this.
1: <clears throat> oh, absolutely. So yeah, uh, if you haven't seen it, but somehow you're still here, uh, Thank you, I guess, but uh definitely go see it.
0: Go see it. Go see all the movies we review. Yes. So you can stick around. Shout out Brian Wong, who was not Let's
1: <laughs> Shout out to someone who uh, doesn't do that, but uh shout out nonetheless. You'll be happy um, to know I did shout him out on the Rick and Morty if you haven't heard it yet.
0: Well yeah, we have to keep the shit going. I always said if we if we create if we create shirts for mm-hmm. the show like our like, our like, show tagline in the back will be, shut up, Brian Wong.
1: I wonder how he like, he will feel he, about that. He can't that. sue us. <laughs> You're right, right. Because it's a quote. So it's not... Uh, you know. No.
0: So coming up, we have... We're probably going to do Knives Out next. Our next show is actually going to be The Mandalorian Episode 3, yes. which we record on Saturday. I would not be able to watch it until Saturday unless I watch it tomorrow when I'm at home mm-hmm. because I am going to see the last podcast on the left live, Very nice. which I'm really looking forward to. But we're going to do that Saturday. Uh, we have Rick and Morty again with you and Ben next Sunday. When mm-hmm. uh, We have Thanksgiving this week. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Happy Black Friday. And then I'm going to be getting a new computer so I can help you ramp up production for these podcasts awesome. so we can start putting out like like four podcasts a week episodes <laughs> for this um, four of no, no, no,
1: no, just wicked good show on top of all the other podcasts
0: I think, I think after Knives Out we can use that time to try to catch up on some movies like The Lighthouse that we haven't had a chance to review yet I know you've seen it I have not seen it yet mm. and this is kind of just we're just building up to Star Wars really which is kind of our end of year uh, hoorah yes it's coming sooner than uh, than later,
1: man. I'm, I'm excited.
0: Less than a month away. Oof. Hopefully, yeah. it's good. God, I really hope it's good. I think it will be. I think. I think. I think that's going to be very fan servicey, which is. I think it's something I need right now, honestly, mm. in my life.
1: <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, thank you guys so much for checking this out. As I said before, uh, you can find us on all the social medias that I said before, and we will see you next time.
0: Yes. Yeah, see you next time thanks for listening i love you all you all mean so much to me and especially when i listen to these m- listen to myself talk to myself when the car <laughs> rides to work so shout out me shout out me yes to me
1: shout right out now. shout out future dylan from from past us yes <laughs> all
0: right, yes also oh. also before we cut off if you have not listened to my interview i did with better radio where i talked about bin laden hiding in my basement Mm. and we discussed things like jeffrey epstein and (laughs) as you can tell it's a very upbeat episode check that out because it was a lot of fun we're hoping to get liam on soon Mm -hmm. for something like i've discussed doing a live commentary of the room Mm. uh, which i think could be a lot of fun and very funny so we want to do something like that soon make sure you check out ben's episode on better radio which came out this week which i was on that too i i was on that as well it was actually a talk i really enjoyed being part of Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed our whole reality tv show (laughs) slash like actual serious esports video game talk Mm -hmm. uh it was something i really enjoyed and i think everybody should check it out because we're honestly like pumping out a fuckload of content and and it's about time that we start getting getting paid you know what (laughs) i mean
1: speaking of both of those uh I'll announce it here because who knows how many people are still listening after we've you know signed off like four times. Um, that conversation has actually inspired a show that uh, Ben and that. I are doing some pre-production on.
0: So. I saw that and I am very excited. I need to find where that show is streaming.
1: Um, so wait, uh, wait, which one are you talking about? Which one are you talking about? We're, ben and I are doing a show called We Hate Reality, where we go back and watch oh. forgotten reality TV shows from like the mid two thousands and riff
0: on them. Oh, okay, I knew <laughs> nothing of the sorts. Okay, so this is news to me. Cool. Yes, yes. No, uh, I was talking because I, I saw you guys tweet out your Outer Worlds thing mm. yesterday, and I was like, oh fuck, I need to watch this ridiculous Outer oh, show. Worlds Oh, Opposite Worlds. Yeah, yeah fucking league. Out, out opposite Worlds. Out of Worlds is a video game. Yeah, yeah, I
1: can I'll send you a Jenny Nicholson's video where she just talks about it for like 40 minutes. That's going to be much better than forcing yourself to sit through like 20 episodes of maybe the worst reality show of all time. But also but, the but best.
0: That that do you guys have a name for your show yet? Uh
1: yes, it's going to be called We Hate Reality.
0: Oh, that's the actual name of yeah. the show. I like it. So, Agreed. Real, reality sucks.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, check that out probably in the new year because, uh, yeah, we're too fucking busy to start it up any sooner than that. And the holidays are coming around the corner.
0: Are you guys going to review, I guess, I don't know if this will be a documentary, Dane Cook's Torgasm HBO show?
1: Maybe. I think anything will be on
0: uh, I guess technically it doesn't table. really count on a reality TV show. It was a documentary of him, like going around to all these different shows for his his tourgasm <laughs> tour and he actually went the, i didn't realize he worked at fitchburg state he, he 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 actually did a show at fitchburg state really in during the hbo like like uh documentary series yeah that's crazy hm. uh, very exciting yeah i liked you and ben's chat i really hope that uh we can get together and do more stuff yes absolutely for the pod i'm looking forward to talking to more again mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so make sure you watch Watchmen. Make sure you watch every reality TV show that came out in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. You just got to go you, back and watch them all. The fucking 2010s are over. Yeah. We only have like like five weeks left in the 2010s. And then we're in a whole new decade. Kind of
1: scary, but also exciting. 2020, our year. So I I hope, I'm hope i putting it out there.
0: I hope I hope to get 20 listens on this. Mm. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. 20 <laughs> listens per year.
1: Okay. All right, right yes. Thank you so much for listening.
0: All right. I love you guys. See ya.